It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Oh, indeed. I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Coming up on the Kirby on Sports Podcast, a topic we know all too well, and we're going to cover it in style. Football. Next. Yes, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. I am not your host. Let's introduce the Stooges on this podcast. Introducing first, a man who needs no introduction, but is getting one anyway. If loving him was red, then losing him was blue like you've never known. He is the former Kirby on Sports Pickums champion and the number one contender on this podcast, Dan the Weapon Demski. And now we introduce a man, a man who put all his faith last night in a baker with the last name of Mayfield. We all knew he was trouble when he walked in, ladies and gentlemen. Please rise for the founder, CEO, and your host, Josh Kirby. Let's go. Thank you, Bruce. And finally, this man has been called an anti-hero, the heel of the pod. Some say he's like snow at the beach, weird but effing beautiful. He is the reigning defending undisputed Kirby on sports pickums champion Carlos the Swiss Army knife Martinez in the levels just went red that was awesome man that was Woo! really cool that was really cool the levels just went red I can't boys. even lie I can't uh. even lie that was awesome well, welcome to another edition. That was very nice of you. Thank you for the introduction, Carlos. As that's always, that's how you do an intro, Kirby. That's how you do an intro. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. <laughs> right. It was also, but nobody knows what we're talking about in depth. Football, such a broad topic, there, Carlos. Okay, football. Next, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about football. <laughs> I don't have to explain exactly what we're talking about. We're going to talk about everything. Let's get it. Let's get it. But first and foremost, our sponsors, 
We got to thank for all of their support. PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, Mark Francis, with Icon Real Estate, Bear Pest and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music. We also had have Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage and the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports Podcast, Don't Sleep Energy. Use our new promo code KOS Podcast. You get 12% off on Amazon or their website. And something else cool, Dan Dembski across the way in studio. So you man. see our handshaking right there. Yeah, so I didn't get an invite. Just I just I want the podcast it, audience to understand. Was, I didn't get an invite. This was the last moment. I do apologize, but we're gonna make it happen. Hmm. We will make it happen. You said that the three other times that this happened. Last minute. It's okay. It's fine. You guys just want want to be surrounded by greatness. It's okay. I understand. It's overwhelming. He was right. I understand. It's overwhelming to be around greatness. But you know what? It's fine. You know what they say, though? If you're touched by greatness, maybe some of it will rub off on you. Probably not. But Well, clearly you guys don't want greatness to rub off on you, especially after that (laughs) intro. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Who knows? All right, boys. I think we should get started. Let's do it. Let's talk about our first very exciting matchup. Last week, we were talking about the Chargers and if they are in trouble. Now, the other question here, are the Vikings in trouble? Because the Chargers beat them. I still think the Chargers are in trouble because they try to throw that game away. Brandon Staley tried to give that game away. I mean, just looking at what happened... Mm-hmm. With the numbers the Vikings put up, I'm like, it, how do they fall to 0-3? The Vikings, with all the weapons they have, how do you let them fall to 0-3? There's something wrong here, too. And I'm not taking away from the fact that there is something wrong with the Los Angeles Chargers, but you have to look here at what's going on in Minnesota. Something isn't adding up, and I'm not really sure why. Um, Dan, you want to go first? Oh, no, you go, you go ahead, Carlos. Oh, okay. Um, no, I mean, look, it's the defense in all honesty. I mean, the offense is putting up numbers, but that defense is abysmal. And honestly, that's what a lot of people were kind of hesitant about the Vikings for coming into the season. Uh, their defense got worse. Um, and you know, again, last season was kind of an anomaly. They were, 11 and one uh, throughout the whole season. Cause they obviously lost um, in the playoffs, but in one possession games, and now they're losing all these one possession games. It just, it's not sustainable to keep playing these close games and coming out on top. Um, and yeah, quite frankly, I mean, it was just, I don't know, man. I I can't necessarily pinpoint what exactly is wrong, but I think it's the defense mostly that's letting this team down. Yeah, I mean they have the twenty seventh ranked defense so far this this young season, um, and a top five, top ten offense. So there's really no reason why they should be zero and three. Um, you know, they need to have at least a mid tier defense. If, I think if they did, they'd at least be two and one. I I, I don't know about three and zero, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. Um, it's it kind of is a a problem with what happens a lot in a lot of cases when you spend all your money on your quarterback, 
you're not able to go out and get some of these big name free agents for your defense. Um, and you kind of have to build your defense through the more, um, you know, the draft and other means uh, like that. So I think that's one thing the Vikings have really struggled with. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm with Carlos. It's hard to really pinpoint one particular thing, but you have to, you have to look at their defense. I mean, Kirk Cousins played a pretty solid game, especially um, throwing for 300, over 350 yards and three touchdowns, obviously throwing the game ending interception. Um, I believe it was in the end zone too. With yep, like seven the seconds, seven seconds left or something. So, um, they had I mean, a they close had a, chance to win. They had, a, they had a chance to win. That's that's the big thing too. And you could also look at Kirk Cousins and say, "This is why you're getting paid the big money. Like you're expected to go out and make that touchdown pass to to get them the win." So, um, yeah, I, I I don't really have a particular answer to what you said. I, I they're definitely in trouble though. I mean, zero and three. Oof, it's just it's not it's not looking promising. So man. if, I, if go zero and three, they don't yeah. generally make playoffs especially on this new format um, yeah so here's the question should the jets pick up the phone and call the vikings and try to set up a trade for kirk cousins because it's clear that see the viking season is done and i don't like kirk cousins not coming back the jets desperately need a quarterback need anyone for this for this for how talented that team is zach wilson is completely he's, he's ruining not it He's not. Do you make the one-year deal with Kirk Cousins? Just have him for this season. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back next season. Kirk Cousins can then go on and do whatever it is, you know, do whatever and go sign with another team because I think he, this is the last year on his deal. Do if you're the Jets, do you pick up the phone and do you make the call? Because they really realistically only need a, a quarterback that can actually game manage. I, I I'll get I'll give you an interesting answer here. If I were the Jets, then yes, I would make that call. I think it would be the smartest decision. But based off what everything I'm hearing, the Jets like Zach Wilson and they just uh, picked up Trevor Simeon. So, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, Dan didn't like that on Twitter when he saw no, that. I didn't game. like it either. I was like, Trevor Simeon? Like, well, it, it, but if I were the Jets, I would absolutely 100% pick up the phone and make that call. See what it takes to pick up Kirk Cousins. Because Kirk Cousins. Yeah, what would Cousins, they have to give up is the question. Like, yeah, what would well, they have to give up? Well, I mean, at least they already don't have to give up their first round pick to the Packers because the fact that Aaron Rodgers sure. is not. Correct. is not going to play those 70% of those snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they lucked out there, so they keep yeah. that pick. I, I think you're right, though, Kirby. It's it's about what the cost it would be to trade for Kirk Cousins. What would the Vikings ask for? Um, would they ask for a first-round pick? Is Kirk Cousins worth a first-round pick? I don't I don't know. Um, Maybe. I think that's – I mean – He's getting he's no, first-round pick money. I know that much. <laughs> I, I guess it's more of just like it's like right now like is he really worth a first round pick like what does he really accomplish he hasn't accomplished like Aaron Rodgers is one thing right Aaron Rodgers is uh you know a future Hall of Famer former obviously like three what is he three time MVP mm-hmm. um and you know it has multiple records it's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game right Kirk Cousins while has been he's been successful in the NFL. He hasn't really accomplished anything. So, is he worth a first round pick? Some, Tough to say. Tough to say. 
I, I think some people would say yes, and some people would say no. Well, they're they're also uh, that, in a dire you can say situation. that about any topic, though. <laughs> <laughs> they're in they're in a dire situation. I feel like they would give up a first round pick because of the situation they're in now. I like how I um, totally shifted this conversation to the Jets, and we're not even talking about the Jets. It's true. <laughs> My it's fault. True. My fault. It's it's an interesting question though. It, it is. I, it, it's it a very is. interesting question. They that... have no hope right now. Like some some someone's got to come in there and give them a spark. It's not Trevor Simeon. I can tell you that right now. But at the you same gotta, time, but then the, the question the question really is is that then, okay, so you're gonna trade away the franchise quarterback, right? Like like let's say this happens for Minnesota. Okay, yeah. do you sell the whole farm? Do you then try to like do you get rid you of Justin Jefferson? I think I think you're gonna have to because he's he's gonna want out and. I mean, I can't blame him. He just re- he just no, he hasn't resigned yet. No, he hasn't signed a new deal yet. They're working on it with him, but he hasn't signed it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if- right now it's a race between him and CD as to who's going to get the extension first. It's going to be it should be CD, I believe, but that's just that's just me. Um, yeah, I think I I think they would have to um, start the rebuild or something. Because it's it's not working right now. I mean, you're zero and three with that roster that, like you both of you guys said, is extremely talented. It's, there's really no excuse for it. So, um, yeah, I think I think you'd almost have to start over, if 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 you will. The Kirk Cousins experience experience experiment hasn't worked. So, something's got to give. I think. I mean, one playoff win in his tenure in Minnesota. It's just, yeah, something doesn't equate there. You know. Yep. Yeah. He struggled in the big games. I mean, it's been one of his biggest criticisms. We talked we talked about it with uh Justin Herbert uh last week. He just hasn't won any big games. Kirk Cousins really has not won any big games in his career. Matt, you could point to two or three games that were decent, right? Decent wins, but mm-hmm. none that stand out that are like fly off the charts. You know, that's a big game win for Kirk Cousins. Um, so yeah, I think he's I think he's uh towards the end of his big money days. I think he's going to be one of those guys who's just kind of a journeyman after it, after this stage in his career, I think. So, uh-huh. so another point, getting sort of back on this game, I know you have your gripes about Justin Herbert and everything, Carlos, mm-hmm. but Both the stat line here, I got to admit, it was his stat line good. is always good. It's just he doesn't deliver the goods. Yeah, true. But he doesn't deliver little... the dubs. <laughs> yeah, he did in this game though. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, I mean, forty for forty-seven, four hundred five, and three touchdowns. Look, the question has never. So, so yeah, the question has never been Justin Herbert's talent, Justin Herbert's, you know, all this stuff. It's been about the fact that. In the biggest moments, he always comes up short somehow. And it's not always his fault. Like, Brandon Staley literally almost threw this game away somehow. Hmm. You know, trying to go for it on fourth down in your own territory. You know, and giving a, doing a fullback dive, which made no sense. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, to me, the, 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 the story is not about necessarily Justin Herbert. I, while I do have my gripes with how the media treats him and how they put this man on a pedestal for some reason when he has accomplished absolutely nothing. Every week. Um, you know, so for me, it's the story is more of Brendan Staley got lucky. Like, he got lucky because this was literally looking like another Chargers collapse. 
And I don't think he's he's still not off the hot seat because he literally almost costed them the game with that decision. Yep. That's why I thought this was going to be a really close game and then ended up being a really close game that came down to the wire. But I think these are two teams that really have to take a hard look in the mirror and figure out what's going on here. Well, both teams needed this game, too. You're, you're talking about two winless teams coming mm-hmm. in, so it was one of those gotta-have-it-type got games. And um, um, Usually, it's the Chargers coming out on the short end of that stick, but yeah, Herbert played absolutely out of his mind. And like Carlos said, no one's denying that the guy doesn't have talent, that he's not a good quarterback. Um, but part of being separating from a good quarterback to great, great. and elite yeah. is or winning those big games, and he has never done that. So... Um, yeah, this was an important win for the Chargers. It's you know almost impossible to make the playoffs if you start 0 3. So uh good good for them. The the Vikings definitely have to look in the mirror and say, where do we go from here? Because something's not working right now. So I think for the but I think for the Chargers, you know, they, they didn't come out of this, you know, scot free. They obviously lost Mike Williams for yep. the season. For the season. So yep. that's gonna that's that's another interesting. I mean, this. Chargers team is super top heavy. Once you start losing those guys, I mean, there's not really a lot of depth behind them. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how losing and Mike Williams is such a huge weapon, especially against Kansas City. He always seems to always have a big game against Kansas City, and they haven't even played Kansas City yet. So that there's there's going to be the question like, how does losing Mike Williams affect them? Obviously, they played most of last season without him. He was injured a lot last season, but. And they honestly didn't look good without them, but they were also missing Keenan Allen at the same time. So they Mm -hmm. still have Keenan Allen, but Keenan Allen is also super like injury prone. So good point. There's no guarantees that he's going to make it through the season completely too. So we'll see what happens with the chargers um, in terms of like how this injury is going to affect them. But I don't know, man. Like it's still like even being one and two, it's still an uphill battle for them to get to the playoffs. Yeah, he played in uh, and he played in thirteen games last year, so he played most of the games. But he was um, hurt for like a good majority of them, if I remember. Like he was not one hundred percent healthy. Correct. Um, yeah, I think he was battling injuries all season, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't yeah. like he wasn't healthy. I'm Mike Williams, the way like you know he was. We, we've be. seen him before. Yep. Yep. Totally agree. But 20 to 24 in that game, the final, a lot of interesting storylines that we will take into the weeks to come as both of these teams are looking to get back on track, even if they, it, or even if they do get back on track. So that's something we're looking out for, for sure. Now moving on, and we have allotted a lot of time for this matchup, obviously, and we're going to start with the positives. Dan was able to attend the Ravens Colts game. Unfortunately, freaking rain. Unfortunately, <laughs> we had some um, unforeseen weather. circumstances that caused the outcome of the game to be what it was, which I, my heart was breaking for Dan. But why are you still like, like trying to make it seem like the refs lost? like costed them this game like we literally have explained it to you multiple times i appreciate it i appreciate you caring and saying that but yeah they they had tons of chances 
put that game away and they couldn't but, do it. But before you even get into the game, sure. What uh, what was the experience like this year in comparison to last well, year? Well, it was raining, so I got there a lot closer to game time. Went pretty much right in the stadium. Didn't really spend a lot of time no. in Ravens Walk or anything like that because we wanted to just get into the stadium as close to the game as possible. Make sure we had our ponchos and everything and. So it, it was very different pregame experience. We didn't have a chance to really, you know, have a drink or anything before the game. But, no, it was fun. It was good. Um, we actually took the train in, too. We took the um, the light rail, which is like the Maryland version of the Metro, which, by the way, I think that's a great way to do it if we decide to do another Ravens game. You basically – it's free parking, and you just – you get on the train, and it's super easy. So, Where do you get on the train from? Uh, North, North Linthicum or something. Yeah, so it's like – it's like six train stops from the station. You just, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. It's it's the way to go. I would so. imagine a lot easier to get to too. Yeah, and the and the traffic coming out of there, you I mean you don't have you don't have to get on uh, four ninety five or anything. So you're oh, perfect. That's you're freaking golden, nice. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the biggest time saver for sure. So yeah, that that part was cool. So yeah, we got there close to the game, and um, uh, it was definitely not you know it wasn't as it is typically for bad weather games. Definitely. A lot of empty seats, and so um, not as electric as it was when we went last year. Of course, um, and the weather obviously not as co- not cooperating as much, um, but it was still a good environment. Still got loud at times. Um, a lot of big third downs. A lot of big uh, plays defensively for the Ravens. Their defense, I think, definitely played extremely well. Definitely made life hard for for Gardner Minshew for most of the game, um, but. Um, yeah, like 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 Kirby said, a couple of uh, blown calls late in the game, but they had plenty of chances to put that game out of reach and to get all they needed was one first down, really, in those last two drives. They just need one first down. They couldn't get it. So um, it was a disappointing outcome for sure. Um, still a good environment. Like Carlos said with uh, – I forget what game you were talking about to start with, Carlos. It was a trap game. This was sort of a trap game for the Ravens. Cowboys, um, uh, Cardinals. Cowboys Cardinals. That was so. off air though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm not concerned too, too much. I know we'll go in depth in this game in a minute, but it's only week three. Um, I think our defense is coming along nicely. I am concerned with the injuries we've had now. Eight starters. Bro, um, what hurt? What is in the water in Baltimore? Because this is three seasons in a <laughs> row. Year. Where you guys, it's three seasons in Every a row. Year. They got to look into something because – there's something wrong here, like clearly, if these guys literally are getting hurt every year as Kirby slides as out of frame. Away. Uh yes. <laughs> you're definitely right. Um a big I think a big thing was they had this tr- um a trainer a couple years ago who they, they got rid of who was actually the guy who gave COVID to like the whole team, if you guys remember during the COVID season when mm-hmm. they had like all those players test positive at once. It was because of that particular coach was a uh, you know, still coming into the facility when he was not feeling well, and he got a lot of the, t- a lot of the team sick. Um, they kept him, and I, I, I thought maybe that was part of the problem. I think they, they have a new trainer now, but they replaced the turf a few years ago. I remember, I think when Joe Flacco tore his ACL, like in I think it was 2015, somewhere around there, 2014, whatever that was. They, I think the season after, two seasons after, they replaced the turf with grass. So. Can't blame that because I know I know a lot, a lot of times you could say that, but it's, it's still just turf, really weird. Though. It is still turf, but yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just really bizarre. It's like it's it's like every season, the one thing I hope for is just please no 
laundry list of injuries. And of course you have guys that get hurt in training camp and early in the season. And JK Dobbins goes out in week one, pretty much in like the second quarter. So they've, I mean, once again, they have to once again pick themselves up and try to see what kind of depth they have, which really isn't a lot. I mean, they they signed Kenyon Drake this week. He saw a lot of playing time. He fumbled the football in this game, which was in plus territory. So the Colts got it at like the 20 yard line, which was brutal. I mean, that that was kind of the turning point in this game when they turned the football over twice uh, with a Lamar Jackson fumble as well, which um. I think I don't think that one was his fault. He actually had a couple fumbles, but he recovered the one. The one was a terrible snap too, which I was like, uh, rainy weather. Okay, I guess that happens. But well, he also wasn't your starting center, so yeah, yeah. We we don't have a starting center or left tackle. I think it's left tackle. Yeah, so that that you could see that in the game too. They were definitely um, the guys who stepped in were not the starters for a reason. One of the guys who I think was even on like the uh, was like the practice squad player too. So mm-hmm. it's it's brutal. It's it's brutal in Baltimore with the injuries. But you're still seeing Lamar struggle a little bit. Um, he didn't have a passing touchdown. He did have two rushing touchdowns, so he sort of looked like his old self a little bit. Um, but they had, like I said, they had several chances there late to put the game away, especially after the safety. Um, <laughs> that that safety. safety was crazy. Um, <laughs> When Moss couldn't get out of the end zone, but man, I thought I thought that was the game right there. I think there was about three and a half or four minutes left, um, but they just couldn't, for whatever reason, there was a combination of their play calling and just bad execution across the board. Some really head scratching play calling, including for some reason they like to run a halfback draw out of the shotgun. I'm like, is this like Greg Roman level stuff here? What are we doing? We're supposed to have a new offensive coordinator. What's going on? I thought he left the building. Yeah, exactly. And then they decide to go for it on fourth and three, and they and that's when the of course the pass interference happens. That's on, that's not called, but that was a play where Lamar had a chance to go up the middle, and he could have he could have gone for 20, 25 yards easily. So, I mean that's a, that's a play there when you want Lamar to kind of dig into his old his old self a little bit and mm-hmm. sort of find that extra gear. Um, he just seems hesitant to do that. Um, it's almost like they're telling him to just throw the football stop stop running the football as much and maybe maybe they have been saying that i don't i don't know what they do behind closed doors but they just did not execute across the board justin tucker missing a very long field goal um which we've grown i thought much. it was gonna like on tv it, it looked like it, it was looked gonna perfect. hit yeah i was like thinking was the opposite hit. opposite uh i was just about to ask you if you opposite. were sitting yeah so it, it looked dead on where i was sitting too yeah but i, I was surprised how short it was but you know, it's 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 early. I, I think they'll be fine. Um, Lamar's still trying to work with these receivers. He, Zay Flowers made a couple of nice plays, and and Nelson Nelson Aguilar as well. Those guys are going to have to step up, especially now because Rashad Bateman got hurt in the game too, which he's always hurt. So and you know, Nell's already hurt. Yeah, he's already hurt. So it's like all this stuff. It's it just piles up. So I think the defense has played it very well. Um, they could have made a couple more plays late in this game, but they were they had their backs against the wall all day. I mean, they punted so many times, and the Colts had such good field field position and so many opportunities. So I think with all that being said, the defense, I thought, was generally pretty impressive. So um, it's definitely frustrating. This was a game the Ravens had to win, but now they really have to win. They got, they got the Browns coming up. I know we're going to talk about that game, and hopefully they can find some mojo on offense because they're just flat. I mean, they're flat on offense completely. So. Um, 
I hope they get some guys back this week at practice. I haven't had a chance to look today to see if the injury list seems to be growing rather than shrinking. So I don't even know who's on it now. So, um, I mean, my takeaway is I'm not concerned yet if this were week 12 or 13 and they and they lost to a team like the Colts with their backup quarterback in there and pretty much no momentum at all, then I'd be very concerned. Um, now, if we get to two weeks down the line and they keep playing this way, especially on offense, I'm gonna, definitely going to be worried, especially because the AFC North, uh, the, everyone else continues to win. The Bengals have uh, continued to ugly win. Pittsburgh kind of the same way. Cleveland, I think, has been the surprise for me so far that they've played as well as they have. Um, but I know I know we'll talk about that as well. But um, yeah, the Ravens generally just didn't do the, the little things well in this game that, that you have to do to win and just too many, too many dumb mistakes. And um, the, the two turnovers very costly as well. So was it fun in the rain or was it sort well, of it's it's really the early part of the game was the only time it rained it was yeah. it was either barely raining like misting or and then i think in the second half it pretty much stopped so the heaviest rain was before the game so it wasn't too inconvenient for you no okay. no it was it was nice and you know i was there with my parents my siblings I haven't gone to a game with them and i don't know how long so it was really cool to be able to um go there with everybody and and enjoy a game even though it was tough to watch at times mm -hmm. um but, you know, I, I know the team down the road in Maryland had a much harder time in their game. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just casually drop that in there. I took I took some solace in that a, a little bit, just <laughs> just, just, just a little bit. So, oh, my God. now the uh, the Rams let me down. The Rams just let me down the other night, man. <laughs> I know I'm, I know we'll talk about this, but never, never betting with them again. I know just I know we saying, didn't bet, just but. just saying out of. Out of all our teams, our main teams, because Kansas City's not my main team. They're yeah. they're my secondary. Um, we all lost this week. That's right. It was <laughs> we all lost for all of us. Week week three was a brutal week for 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 all three of us. Yeah, that it was. Yeah, it, it's still a fun environment. Great great place to see a game. Um, easy in and out, which is really good. So definitely going to try to get up there again this year. We'll have to see uh have to see what we can do. Lions, lions. Lions. What's the what's the date on that game? You know, off the top it's of your head, like the beginning of November. So it might be a little bit of a stretch, but man, we could. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this off we here. We'll it. discuss this off here. Yeah, so but, fair conversation. But hey, I don't really have much to add. You sort of touched on it all, but uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson, mm -hmm. his running style—it sort of scares me. What do you mean with the way he holds the ball what? or something? Yeah, wait, what? The way he holds the ball, the way he just runs amok. Like, he's getting positive yardage. There's nothing wrong with that. But it just looks like he's running in a way where somebody can awkwardly hit him and then he gets hurt. It's kind of the way he's always run. I think one thing he's that's done not, differently. But hold on. That's not, that's not a new concern, Kirby. Like, that's, that's, that's something been, that's, that's, that's something that's always been talked about since he started in the league. Yeah. Yeah. You're not bringing anything new to the table in this conversation. Yeah, I know that, but still, I, I, I've just noticed it a little bit more in this game. Mm. Well, I think, that, I think one thing he hasn't done as well that he did, especially the year he won the MVP, because he was just either players couldn't tackle him, they couldn't catch him, or he was able to get out of bounds or get down and not take a lot of hits. He take he's taken a lot of a lot of unnecessary hits with some of these runs. But I mean, he got hurt last year in the pocket, so it's not like. You know, it's not like he was running and 
recklessly running like we've seen a certain Buffalo Bills quarterback do on occasion where he barrels into defenders. Yeah, um, but he's he's built like a linebacker though, so yeah. he, can take that kind of, he can take that kind of punishment. <laughs> yeah, but but even still, um, it's not always not always the smartest strategy. It's not ideal, but yeah, but no, I I agree with you, Kirby. I think um, I I mean I gasp every time he's hit. Of course, I think any team that has a star quarterback is going to do that anyway. You're just like, oh man, every time they go down. But um, Patrick Mahomes, in which you know he's going to play through anything. Well, <laughs> within reason, within reason, I'd, I'd say that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a concern, but it's not something that you're, you know, that he does differently than any, any other running quarterback or any other quarterback who's mobile. I mean, seems like they all do about the same thing. So um, he needs a better offensive line is what he needs. He has he to run for his life. Because if he is his starting center and his starting left tackle, that line is pretty solid. And gives them yep. protection. We saw it. I mean, to bring it. I mean, not. I mean, I to bring the Dallas. You know, Dallas Cardinals. I mean, that was one of the big issues with the Cowboys. They had right. same thing. Three, yeah, they had three guys out uh, on our starting line, and it definitely affected how Dak Prescott operated in the pocket. It, I mean, you had. I mean, you had. We were missing our starting center and our starting left tackle as well, and our right. starting right guard. So like yeah, I mean like th- th- I think the center and the left tackle are the most like important line Anchor in positions. Opinion. Yep, you're exactly right. Exactly right. So the Colts over the Ravens, twenty-two to nineteen. I got to give the Colts kicker a shout out too. He he was a uh, uh, Matt Gay. He was yeah. he was great in this game, man. Every every time he lined up, it was like right down the middle, right down the middle, right down the middle. And he, of course, he got. All of their points. He outkicked the goat. Points. He outkicked the goat somehow. Don't yeah, the goat struggled this game. Uh, it's, but it's it's fine. It's, I'm not worried about Justin Tucker. Yeah, he'll be fine. I mean, it's a six. Uh, he didn't really miss by that much, did he? I mean, it hit the bottom of the crossbar or the bottom of the yeah the crossbar. So I I mean I don't. I mean I, I mean if he three or four if yards, he had two tries to make it he would have made it the second mm-hmm. try. Yeah, because he, mm-hmm. he 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 got under it too much. Yeah, it's like when you. When you're on the driving range and you get under yeah. and top of the ball. Sp- so. Speaking of kickers, that Saints kicker, did you hear his press conference afterwards by chance? No. You no. didn't? He was who he, actually listens to a press conference with a kicker. With a kicker. But listen, it, the the way he went about it. <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. He he handled it well. He said everybody did their job. And yeah, the, the reporters like asked a fair question in terms of do you think you pulled it what's the or- question kirby what's the question <laughs> <laughs> that was that was funny that was funny i got it <laughs> but no but seriously uh he was like i i don't really know for sure with the he the moment but he was like i have to watch the film but everybody did their job perfectly so i i, I mean it was a tough situation for that young kicker who pulled that field goal against the Packers and the Packers ended up winning, but his responses got, were got one of my picks, you know, surprisingly, so, I, don't, I still don't know how the Packers came back in that game. I don't know either, man. It's I I don't know either. It, it, it hurt. Ultimate choke, ultimate choke by this. Hey, look, listen up though. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come bre- back, we are breezing around the rest of week <laughs> three would you it's say be- we're swiftly going swiftly. through week three <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back 
for sports fans living in condominium and homeowners associations, as well as business professionals. When you need a reserve study, PM Plus Reserves has been in business since 1990. Their studies are accurate and easy to understand. Check them out when your association needs a study, www.pmplusreserves.com. You can also contact them at 703-803-8436. Once again, www.pmplusreserves.com. Is it finally time to upgrade your home's interior? How about with an authentic farm table made locally from recycled barn wood? Shenandoah Primitives, based right here in Winchester, Virginia, makes farm tables, benches, tables, coffee tables, and a long list of other items for your home decorating needs. At Shenandoah Primitives, function and style are combined for great furniture that will last generations. If you're interested in combining the industrial look of metal with wood or considering something incredibly unique with a live edge, Shenandoah Primitives turns those ideas into reality. Thinking about a mirror, wine rack, or other act and peace for your home, Shenandoah Primitives can assist with that as well. As a local small business, Shenandoah Primitives is happy to work with each client for a custom design or schedule an appointment to come out and view current inventory. Local, high-quality, handmade items can be found at Shenandoah Primitives. Find us on Facebook and Instagram or visit us at www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Once again, that's www.shenandoahprimitives.com. Hey, sports fans. Thank you for listening to and supporting the Kirby on Sports podcast with founder and host Josh Kirby, along with lead contributor Dan Dembski. Like, subscribe, and give them a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from. My name is Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation. Our company helps leaders build engaged and productive teams. Exclusively for listeners of the Kirby on Sports podcast, you can take an opportunity to discover your primary communication style and learn more about effective communication with others. Text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free copy of the Working From Home Communication Assessment where you'll learn... Your primary communication style, how to better communicate with others not like you, and tips on working remotely based on your personal communication style. 10 minutes, tons of resources, learn about yourself and your team. Again, text Kirby to 757-903-0743 for your free assessment report today. I'm Dr. Dave Miles, founder of Dr. Dave Leadership Corporation, where we help you and your team be more engaged and productive by understanding each other better. Back to you, Josh. All right. Welcome back. I got the weapon right across from me in studio. Why do we Stu- have to shake it? Studio K, the Kirby on Sports Studio podcast. K. All right. Yeah. I, I forgot that's what it was called. Studio I'm in the, K. I'm well, in the inner sanctum here. Yeah. yeah a, a deep in an underground bunker in an unknown location. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. It's not like an incel. What the hell? No. <laughs> No, it, 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 it's uh, it, I just came up with that off the top in the Swiss Army knife, Carlos Martinez, as always. It's now time for the very exciting time of our show where we 
breeze around the NFL and you know he's got to say it. Just say it, Carlos. Uh, uh, no, I already said it once. I I can't use the same pun twice. Well, okay? well, uh, we're just gonna get it out of the way. Carlos's heart's desire as the Chiefs <laughs> destroy the Bears, but that was not the biggest story on the table. It was not the Taylor biggest. Taylor Swift was at the door game, sitting next to Donna Kelsey. Carlos's heart was pouring out in front of the TV because Taylor Swift was cheering very loudly. And I think the secret's out. Carlos, uh, uh, go ahead. Just talk about it. She was eating ranch. No, that wasn't. Actually, it was (laughs) a homemade vinaigrette sauce that she brought yeah, it's not a. How do you? No, I, I'm not even gonna ask. I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, it's, I'll answer the question. I'll answer the question, Dan. How do I know? It, it, the the um a person who does like uh like a whole. He's like very into Taylor Swift. He was on the Bill Simmons podcast. He uh, he he he, he brought it up. That's the only way I actually know. Had I not listened to that to that part of the episode. I would have never known that was a homemade vinaigrette sauce that. thing. That's amazing. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I don't think you boys understand how happy I have been for the past 48 hours post-game. See, like what the the annoying part every time they talked about Kelsey or something they panned the camera shot right to Taylor bro, Swift. She's the times. biggest pop star in the world. He's, he's and right. Travis no, I, I know that. Just bagged that. He shot his shot. I saw it happen. I witnessed it from the jump. I can say I've been part of this love story. Okay? I witnessed (laughs) his shot on the podcast, on New Heights. He shot his shot there. And the moment he brought it out, that he wanted to meet her, that he wanted to see her at the concert, and she basically denied him because she she doesn't meet up with people before or after the show because she has to save her voice. Um, that is smart. The, the moment, the moment that that was put into the universe, I knew it had to happen. It had to it, look, uh, I'm wearing out of respect for my man, the 87 Super Bowl Jersey from the Kansas city chiefs. I am so happy. I want this to work out so well. This is, I, I, I ah, my brain can't even function when I think about how how much I want this to work out because I love Travis Kelsey, I love Taylor Swift. I'm obviously a big Swifty. Some people actually don't know that I'm a big Swifty. Okay, and my two worlds are colliding in the most beautiful way possible, and I'm here for it. So, so, it's so I, I you, have how a could few. You not love it. It's love. After I, I have a few questions. Is this official official? Um, look, I mean, they're 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 hanging out, they're dating, they're trying to get to know each other. It's not like they're an official couple. They've hung out a couple times. Some people have the or making the theory that they were that this is the first time they were actually meeting in person. It was not. They have hung out a couple times before. This is just the first very public one. Yeah, it would be odd um, if she was hanging out with his mom without ever meeting him to begin with. Just saying. I mean, that would be honestly, odd. the most, I mean, Donna that Kelsey. That was the funniest what, part. What a, what a, what a, God bless that woman, Donna Kelsey. Donna Kelsey's a treasure. We <laughs> must just, protect her at she's all a costs. national treasure. Protect her at all costs. <laughs> protect her at all costs. 
I agree. Um, my next question: mm-hmm. Did Travis actually rent out a restaurant for Swift and the rest of the team? Yes. All right. I saw that. I wanted to make sure it was confirmed per yes. Carlos Sources. and whoever source. It was Adam Schefter. He reported that this. Yeah. It was Adam Swifter. Adam Swifter. And <laughs> that was pretty good. Did, um, Travis's outfit, obviously, that was an interesting choice. But He's a fashionista, man. He's and a, uh, a convertible. A convertible. The convertible Camaro. All right. All right. He's part of the Camaro gang. All right. That's right. So, the Camaro gang. That's hey, right. I got all the info I need, but um, it, wait, I have one more thing. Okay. I one have more, one more thing. One more question. It, it, it was absolutely off the cuff. Travis wanted that ball for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right there. He, he apparently went rogue and ran his own route. Uh, listen, the whole game, the whole game, I was like, when is Travis scoring? Travis needs a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. best freaking wingman in the game, man. Best wingman in the game. It okay. seemed like Swift was excited every time they scored, not just Kelsey. But Yeah, of course. But, I mean, yeah, look, she's, she's she was, a football fan. She, she, pretty sure. We're, we're converting her. We're converting her to her red era, okay? Because she's, been, <laughs> she's a self-proclaimed Eagles fan. Yeah. But you know what? Odd. Come to the red. Odd. Come join the red kingdom, baby. The Chiefs kingdom is here for you. It's not. <laughs> it's not a bad team to root for if you're going to become an NFL you know, fan. I got to agree loving, with that. Loving Travis Kelsey is red. Hey, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny because there is a Kelsey Holy and the puns. Swift on the Eagles too. Yeah, everybody saw that yeah. too. <laughs> At that point, we were kind of already like, okay, now we're like. It was funny. I mean, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. It was funny, but it was just like, all right, let's 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 get back to business here. You the, know, the funniest part of this whole ordeal is Bill Belichick's comments on the matter. He's a Swifty. He's been impressed by Taylor Swift for years. That is true. That is true. Like that her is, that first is concert confirmed. at Fox in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium um, was in the pouring rain, and I'm pretty sure when she was there again this time for the Eras tour, it was in the pouring rain again. Oh and she just goes out there and she puts on a great three hour show. Time. She kills it every time. Yep. No question. And you know, now she's about to come out with a major movie and your boy's going opening night. Oh, not opening night. I'm sorry. I'm going Saturday, but it's just funny. Cause Bill Belichick never gets animated about anything. Unless you oh, ask gets- him about the history of football. If you <laughs> he ask got him excited, about- he got excited hey, about this. Hey, who's your favorite punter from 1960? He likes <laughs> questions like that. Ding. Or, he, or he likes, yeah, apparently he likes talking about Taylor Swift. It's just really cool to me. I don't know. Like, to see Bill Belichick come out of his shell is, is just really cool. Anytime he does, it's like a treat. It's oh, just, man. It just makes me so happy, dude. It, I'm just so happy. I, I want it this to cool. happen. I wish them the best. Travis is, an, is, the, is the perfect candidate out of the NFL world for this role. He's the perfect candidate. If you think about it, probably so. Yeah, yeah. Makes well, a lot of sense. Other than Taylor Swift being at the game, the Chiefs won and the Bears just look awful. Like the Bears. Do we, do we want to touch on the Bears just being in an I mean bro, they're oh dumpster fire? God. They're completely a dumpster fire. Yeah, this, just, this feels, reminds me of the old Washington organization and the last regime for some reason. I the, don't know why. Yeah, the Justin yeah. Fields experiment. They need to they need to send Justin Fields somewhere else to a competent coaching staff. And, and their defensive coordinator just resigned. 
Yeah, after getting raided by the FBI. Everybody, the yeah. FBI, and yeah, then, what, it's what, wild. People it's are wild. saying that was false. I'm not... Yeah, I'm hearing stuff from both sides saying, oh, they got raided when people are like, oh, he didn't get raided because I saw a note somewhere saying he's... Regardless, re he resigned, regardless. Hey, but there's something fishy going on there. In not all the details are straight, but... I mean, a defensive coordinator resigning three weeks into the season, mm -hmm. sticking that on Matt Eberflus. I mean, I mean, the Bears. A mess too. Mm. Have you gone? Have you guys gone back and looked at like the last like seven Bears coaches? They've all stunk. They've all stunk. Lovey Smith was Lovey Smith answer. is the only one that was He's good. The only competent guy. The they only, fired him they, when they went ten and six. They fired him when you went ten and six. It's like. Why you would doing? you do that? Uh, they did also have John Fox as as a coach at one point, but this is John Fa Fox past his prime. Yeah, this is this is old old John Fox. Yeah, but and like they, they had Maggie. like uh, Mark Trussell, something like that. No. Trussell. Mark Trussman, 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 Trussman. Yeah, because he the hell's he, he was a uh, <laughs> he was a coordinator for the Ravens at one point. He was terrible. He well, was like the Ohio State head coach at some point. He 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 he'd been around the league a little bit since when he when he got to Chicago. He was it's just like kid. Chicago, terrible. man. Like, how long are you gonna ride the eighty-five Bears thing? Like, you guys, <laughs> yeah. the last time yeah. you guys had a competent quarterback was Jay Cutler, and it was for one season. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's bad, man. They are they are a mess of an organization, and well, the, and the and the GM is just and cool. honestly, it's it's. Cool. I'm glad that they passed on Patrick Mahomes because they probably would have ruined Patrick Mahomes. They've they ruined they every quarterback they get. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny too? Besides them not doing good in football, they got ten thousand dollars worth of equipment stolen. They're just a dumpster fire organization right now. They truly are. They I mean, this in... reminds me of the dark days of Washington football. I think it's still going on in a way. They they find seem to find themselves in the news with something. Not not as bad as it used to. Not be, not as bad. I saw. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. still, it's like. But it's not yeah, as you're bad. Gonna as have to explain, you're going you're gonna to have to really There's explain me. that lawsuit to me off air because I, I truly I don't, don't understand what's happening. I, I don't. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I just watch the team. My, hope they win. Here's my simple See explanation. See Josh Harris on the sideline being a competent owner in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Here's so, my explanation. People need to move on. That That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, People but, need to move on. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about the software. We'll talk about the software. Yeah. We'll talk about it off um, It's, it's um, kind back, of a Back to the other racist team. So, so, <laughs> uh, here's the bit. third part of the Chiefs-Bears game. Matt Nagy was probably laughing so hard deep Well, that inside. was his former team. I know. It and must he, have been. He lit him up. Mm. Matt Nagy for the Chiefs. Got yeah, it done. He, um, he, he had to feel good after that, especially because he was like, he probably feels like they set him up to fail there, which they've done with every coach since Lovey Smith. And they also helped Lovey Smith fail too. Um, so yeah, that's a sweet piece of revenge for sure. And he, he made the smart move joining the chief staff as well. well coming back. Cause he was, he was the he original. Was originally. Yeah, he, was, he was the offensive coordinator before he went to uh, Kansas city or right. I'm sorry, before he went to Chicago with, uh, um, was, was that before that was before Mahomes, correct? That was when they had Alex. Smith. Yeah. So they had Alex. So that, so he was the offensive coordinator, the, uh, Mahomes rookie year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And of course Mahomes didn't play. He was, he sat behind Alex Smith and then he got, he got the head coaching job there in Chicago. Eric B got promoted and so on and so forth. That's what it was until this past year. So if you watched, 
that Chiefs Bears game, which I did. Well, I had it. I had it on the. I had it on the small TV. I ha- unfortunately had the Cowboys Cardinals on the big TV. You got to put your main team on the big TV. Well, I had to it, it, it's just the way it goes. It's it's those are the rules. Hey, but honestly, yeah. I should have put Queen Taylor on my on my big <laughs> team. You, but you should. It, you messed up how I was gonna go into okay, it. so the Chiefs absolutely dominated the Bears and. Mm-hmm. Fox decided, all oh, this isn't a competitive game, so they, yeah, so they moved switched it, it they to switched the Cowboys-Cardinals, Cardinals, where we're going to next. But obviously, I mean, the Cowboys, I, I mean, all joking aside, that just did not look like a good performance. It's not good. Kirby, hold on. I, I do have to give you a shout-out. You didn't do your How About Them Cowboys no, normal post. Didn't. He was, I was he actually was waiting for it. I was, I was actually a little concerned. I was like, "Is he okay?" He's a classic like, what fan. Happened here? He's a classic fan on Sunday. Yep, I, I, I was waiting for that too, Carlos. <laughs> I, I kept checking the group chat. I'm like, "Where, where's Kirby? Where's Kirby?" I was all, like, like I even went on his Facebook page. I started refreshing. Where is it? Like, <laughs> to see if it was on there. Did I miss something? No, yeah, well, you actually didn't do it. Is he well, okay? I, is he alive? Well, that one comment I just said my Sunday went from very crappy yeah. to slightly all right now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, Dallas lives rent free in your head. I told you that. In well, your, in, in the, in, but in the, the Cowboys' in- defense caused me issues losing my fantasy uh, game this week. So you keep to- bringing up your fantasy team, it's not about your as, fantasy as if we give a damn about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Carlos, uh, I want to start defensively, and mm-hmm. we'll get your thoughts, obviously, too, Dan. But um, defense, do you think Trayvon Diggs b- being out played a factor in that? Or It definitely does. It definitely plays a factor. But I think it was just Dallas came out flat. I think that they just started kind of, you know, drinking their own Kool-Aid. I think they really thought sure. that this game was just going to be easy. I think they, you know, I think – they were just buying into the hype of, oh, we're the historic defense and all that stuff. And, you know, yeah, losing Trayvon Diggs sucks. It really, it really did. You know, I went, I literally fell asleep, took a nap, woke up to a text from Kirby, you know, sharing that he's got a, a torn ACL. And I was like, what, what world did I just wake up in? Like, what the heck, <laughs> what just happened? Like, everything was fine. Why can't we have nice things? Mm-hmm. Look, uh, Dallas is, I it the, going like we're three and three going to State Farm State like like go, going there at to the Cardinal Stadium, uh, and we know we know how their field is. It's very slippery and stuff. I'm not blaming the field for why Dallas lost at all. Unlike the Eagles, um, who like to blame the field for why they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 For those that were are listening, I just I, I'm wearing a, a Travis Kelsey Super Bowl jersey, so it has the Super Bowl, the Arizona Super Bowl logo on, on the jersey, and I just kissed it. Um, <laughs> it probably took forever to get here, like you mentioned. Yeah, it took me three. It took three months. It took three yeah. months. I bought it the night that they won the Super Bowl, and it didn't show up until the end of May. <laughs> That's just nuts. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Anywho, uh, back to the Cowboys, though. Back to America's team. Um. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, my, my this was the game that really showed a lot of Cowboys fans' insecurities about this team. Um, in terms of like, we know that every every year there's always one game where it's like it's obvious Dallas should win this game, 
and they somehow botch it. This was the one game that Dallas definitely should have won. And this game is going to haunt them the whole season, I feel like. They're going to constantly be chasing this game. Um, because now they're behind on the Eagles. They're we're coming up, we have we're coming up on a tough stretch here. Uh, you know, we got the Patriots, which you know, sure, they're not necessarily, you know, the best team, but it's a Bill Belichick coach team, so they're going to be well prepared and ready. They're gonna have a good game plan against us. It's gonna be a battle to to win that to win this game coming up. And then we go to San Francisco. Like <laughs> these next two weeks are gonna be oh, absolutely good. insane. Um and for me, it, it was just scary seeing how you know the last two weeks prior to this game. It was it was all defense, and we didn't need to see a lot of the offense. But I think that was kind of the wrong approach to take of kind of going conservative with the offense because now when we needed the offense, they couldn't execute in the red zone, and our red zone offense was something I was concerned about last week um, that I didn't want to put too much on because I was like, look, we were ahead by much. We didn't need it. But in reality, I think Dallas needs to take every game super seriously, and even though, like, even if we're dominating, like we need to, we, we need to have that killer instinct and we can't be conservative running these weird plays, you know, that aren't going to work in the red zone. Like we need, we need to get points. We need touchdowns, not field goals where well, this team is too talented to only put up what they put up 16. If I, if I remember, I don't even remember the final score of the game, honestly, it's like, um, and you know, 28, Dak 28-16. Yep. Yeah, and, and Dak, you know, um he needs he needs to be better, man. Um uh, he look but I, I'll give him I I I give Dak grace because you know the offensive line was super depleted. You know, we're we're rocking with you know three guys who you know aren't starters, you know, and when you got you know basically two Hall of Famers and a pro bowler out like that that hurts um the penalties were killer man this was like a 2021 dallas cowboys team uh where yeah sure they were 12 and 5 but the penalties killed us every game and the penalties definitely killed us in this game um dallas i'm not free i'm not like i'm not with other cowboys fans where they're like already like this team sucks we're not gonna accomplish anything i'd rather have this game happen this early in the season where it's it, it it gives Dallas a reality check early and we can quickly correct course and fix it. You know, and I and I have full faith that they're going to fix it and we're gonna come out a lot better against the Patriots. Um, but you yeah, hate they, to see it. You'd hate to see it. And I'm <laughs> that was a legendary game. That was a <laughs> so awesome. You're surprised legendary I remember that, didn't so you? Awesome. I brought it up a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I'm, it, it, good wings over there. Yes, yes. we're not going to spill the secret. It's a secret. No, it's yeah. not. We 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 told him what the I, I re-listened to that episode recently. Um, we 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 said what the place was on that episode. Carlos, you hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to see it. Tom Brady was the only reason why they were successful. I let I let that guy have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, uh, those are those are pretty much my thoughts. Oh, Brandon Aubrey, our kicker is freaking awesome. Made every kick. Yeah, I don't I don't have much to add, and I, I agree. I kind of feel the same way about my Ravens as Carlos feels about the Cowboys. It's like it's early in the season. Like, if 
this kind of loss happens late in the year, then there's time to be concerned. But like he said, like I said with the Ravens, and like he said with Dallas, like they have time to get it together. There's still plenty of time. Week three, it's only week three. Like yep. people need to pump the brakes and like not be so like. Everyone's a hot take artist. Yeah, everyone it, wants to come out with the it's. Pound. It's very annoying. It's just very annoying. Yeah, it is, and it's it's like instant reaction. Um, it's the end of the world type stuff. At, at what? My fault. It's all good. <laughs> So. A, a small studio table has its moments. But yeah, some people don't keep to their own area with their feet. So get out of here. Oh, he's but, trying um, to play footsies. That's cute. Oh my. I, I said keep... it was an action. I'm sorry. That's so I'm cute. Sorry to, I'm sorry Kirby. to embarrass you. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no. I mean, we can move on. We've, we've, we've kind of, we're not swiftly moving through the league here. No. Okay. Uh, okay. We're we we're gonna about our teams now. Let's now let's swiftly move through. Let's well, go. We still have one more team to talk about, but I don't know if we're even gonna touch on that. Um. The, I mean, defense, uh, secondary stink. <laughs> Sam Howell growing pains. O line needs improvement. It's better to get it out of the way early instead of late. But I, I'm not sure how the Commanders will look come traveling up to the Lincoln Financial Field, but. You know, but Sam Howell, at least nobody's calling for his head being like, oh, he put in Jacoby, put in Jacoby. killed out there. That's but, not look, it was the Bills. Like, again, like, you know, uh, just l- l- briefly touch on this, briefly touch on this game. Yeah, it was the Bills. Like, this is an upper echelon team in the NFL. You guys aren't at that level yet. And I think it was a it was a good barometer to see where you guys are at. Sure. You guys definitely have room to improve. It's early in the season. So it's like, okay, I wonder what this game is. Let's say like there was a possibility of a rematch, right? Uh, the only way you guys would rematch is in the Super Bowl, and that's not happening. But like, let's say you guys played this team again, like later on in the season. I feel like it might be a different game because you guys have gotten a feel for them. Yada, 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 yada. I think Washington's very talented. I think they just got to put the pieces together. Sam Howell just needs to perform. You'll be okay. Growing pains. Young quarterback, growing pains. But that one interception where he just took it right out Zach of his... Wilson. <laughs> yeah. But that one interception where he took it for six, I'm like, throw it a little bit higher over the guy. But, you know. He'll get there. He'll get there. He's. That's the other thing. People have to... At least people have to temper their expectations. He's not going to come in and be an all pro quarterback immediately. At least we didn't get shut out. The commanders didn't get shut out. I mean, yeah. You're looking Very for nice. positive storylines. That's definitely one of them. There I'd say for sure. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything to add. I think you guys covered that well. Um I was just surprised it was well, maybe not. I mean, it was more lopsided than I expected. I I knew that Bills were gonna probably have their I way. Mean, I mean, I like had that. yeah, I had the Bills winning, but I didn't think they were gonna dominate like I that. Like that. Yeah. I, I I will note one thing. I feel like the play calling more pass happy. They need to stick to the run because you look at Robinson. Maybe, maybe. He's still, he's still trying to figure out what he has. He's still trying to figure out what he has. He's used yeah. to Patrick Mahomes. You, yeah. you, you, you got to understand he's got growing pains too. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Other scores. The Browns manhandling the Titans 27 to three. Mm. That. Titans should have stayed on the bus for that one. That was that was that was rough. Yeah, Deshaun actually had, didn't have a bad performance in this game. He honestly. played really well. Yep. He played really well. Absolutely. I, I hate I hate to see it. I literally <laughs> hate to see it. The Lions beating the Falcons twenty to six. The Lions getting back on track. Good win for the Lions. Yeah, good win. And and the Falcons are. I don't know. I I, I can't decide what they are. 
the Kyle Pitts thing about it is very sad to me because like that's, that was supposed to be a generational talent and they're completely like, they're just not using him at all. Trade him to Dallas. Bring Kyle Pitts to Dallas. (laughs) We knew you were. I knew you were going to say that. Yep. Yep. Uh, Surprising game here. The Texans defeating the Jaguars 37 to 17. Yeah, this is a great game for uh, CJ Stroud was awesome in this CJ game. Stroud, yeah, CJ Stroud was great. Um, he's gonna he, he's gonna be good. We 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 saw hundred eighty yards. We we saw we saw his potential, uh, or like we saw like how high his potential can be when he played that game against Georgia in the semifinals, mm-hmm. uh, last year, um, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And and yeah, uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna be. A great he's gonna be a good quarterback for in Houston and uh for Jacksonville, man, bro. What is going on over there? They are they're not they they only played like one good quarter against the Colts. Mm-hmm. They played terrible against the Chiefs, and that was a game that was there to be won. And um and now this like you're losing to the Texans. Like you guys are the, supposed to be this like up and coming team that's gonna compete, you know, in the playoffs. And you can't even beat the Texans. Like, what are we doing here? Here's uh, so here's Jacksonville's first five drives. You ready for this? Missed field goal, punt, blocked field goal, punt, fumble. No, my God. brutal. Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal game. start. You deserve to lose if you're going to start a game mm. like that. So yeah, man. The good thing for them and for everybody else, it's still early. But you're, I mean, you're kind of right, Carlos. This was this is supposed to be a different season for for the Jags. They were supposed to be the I mean, a lot of people had them getting Being pretty that, far into the postseason. That, dude, the AFC South is god awful. It it's truly really is. bad. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It's there for hey. the taking, like we said at the start of the season. So, well, now the Jacksonville Jaguars are becoming the London Jaguars for the next two years. Or two, <laughs> That's right. two years. Jesus, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. The, the London Jags. Yeah, all right. That's awesome. Moving That's on. I kind of like it. That's not yeah. The London Jags, Mike. The London Jags. The London Jags. All right, moving on. This was a very competitive matchup. The Dolphins 70, the Broncos 20. Wow. The Dolphins scored every six minutes, by the way. Just, every six not, minutes. they The most points scored since who knows how long. Uh, I think it was the second most points scored. Geez. Yeah, the second most points Ever. all time. 72 is the all time. So if they would have kicked that field goal, they would have had the all time record. Everybody wanted to that field goal. <laughs> Mike, Man, Mike Daniel, Daniel for some reason, was like, you know what? I used to be the ball boy for Denver. I'm going to cut him some slack. He's such a strange guy to me. I don't know. I like Mike McDaniel. I think he's cool. 70 to 20. Cool. That's just he's crazy. Different. He's Bro, definitely different. I think I like it that way. The Dolphins are a problem, dude. And think about this. Think about this. They, they are doing this, and they don't even have Jalen Ramsey yet. He That's doesn't right. come back until midseason. This team is only going to get better. Put your money on the Dolphins to make some noise. The most interesting game will be in Germany when they face the Chiefs. Oh, good. That's mm. a good one. Good one to highlight. Well, well, look at the other ha- uh, hand. Losing like 70 to 20, the Broncos. Uh, Just that, tear it down. Hey, hey Kirby, that, next question. <laughs> that was funny. Dan, would you have asked a question like that if you were in that press conference? No, I generally, generally didn't ask questions in the press conference. I sat there and kicked 
kept my mouth shut typically if you, <laughs> if you really want to know <laughs> there you go i had nothing interesting to ask i probably just make a fool out of myself i just guy. can't believe 70 points that's just broncos yeah, was, are terrible broncos insane. are terrible it's it's time to tear it down but, Wilson <sighs> failed sean payton but failed. i don't think you blame russell wilson bro i really think it's just this defense this defense is bad it's really bad. Patrick Sertan got completely. It is historically bad. I, I don't. But either. granted, he was up against Tyree Kill. Everybody looks bad against Tyree Kill. Yeah, that's also fair. Um, they have Jalen Waddle in this game, and they put up seventy. Hmm. Imagine if they had Jalen Waddle. Yeah, let so me. Uh, I just want to look. I I didn't see Russell Wilson's final stat line. Russell yeah, Wilson. 22 or 38, 306, a touchdown, a pick. So. Yeah, you see, like to me, like Russell Wilson actually didn't play. He doesn't, he doesn't play terrible. Like he's been playing pretty consistent, actually, surprisingly. It's more of the defense that's like really letting this team down mm-hmm. and giving up 726 yards. Yeah. Oh, that is just, that is almost impossible to say. Unreal. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, the Unreal. running back had like three, well, three, four touchdowns. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, most Mostert had three on the ground. I think he had a receiving touchdown as well. Yep, because he was on my fantasy team, so he got me of my positive fantasy team, unlike Kirby's. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, had me 41 points or something. Um, Jesus, yeah, he just feasted, absolutely feasted. Um, I, did, like, yeah, I really I did not see this comp. Like, I, I, I knew the Dolphins would win, but I did not see them blowing them out like this 70 to 20. That's him. Im- embarrassing dude mm. it's really bad and and the broncos the, the, this could be the game of the century broncos and bears coming up this yep this <laughs> sunday oh yeah that's good that's gonna be must watch television right there put it in prime time so everyone can see it no yeah, in prime time they got patrick mahomes against zach wilson you know <laughs> oh, patrick mahomes and oh, the guy that they projected no. to be like patrick mahomes oh my oh my <laughs> like football. i mean look obviously i'm gonna watch yeah, and also it's in New York. Guess who lives in New York? Taylor fucking Swift. freaking Swift. <laughs> she does. All right, moving oh, on. The, pa- appearance. the Patriots and the Jets. Patriots beat the Jets 15 to 10, extending their winning streak over the Jets. Bro, move on. I don't even want to talk that about one. That's uh, Andy move. Dalton gets the start in a Panthers uniform. The Seahawks beat the Panthers 37 to 27. Eh. Relatively close game, but the eh. Seahawks prevail with the win, obviously. I have nothing to say about that game, honestly. Oh, this, this is my favorite one. Okay. The Steelers and the Raiders. Oh, I wanted to die. I wanted to die watching this game. Mm. It was brutal. Dude, hey, Sunday night football, Carrie Underwood was in attendance. And nobody gave a damn. Nobody gave a damn that she was there. They invited her into the trailer to watch the Sunday night anthem. And again. All day for Sunday night. Nobody Incredible. cared because all everybody was talking about was the other pop star. Yeah, but still, Carrie Underwood being there for Sunday Night Football—it was like uh, that's incredible. She uh, put a lot anthem. of weight on that. I don't. I was not like wowed. But I think love I Carrie think Underwood she, though. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's pretty great. But yeah, I'm not. Look, I'm not was, saying she's. I'm not talking about her music. Carrie Underwood is freaking amazing. She's yeah. a very talented. She's super talented. But she was not the story. She yeah, was she not, was the, not story the story on Sunday. Yeah. She was yeah. not the she was not the blonde pop star everybody was talking about. <laughs> yeah. So Steelers 23 over the Raiders 18. And then the she's Monday night doubleheader. Hold on, hold on. I have something to say. 
Okay. Sorry about that. Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. All right, next game. <laughs> he is so bad. You guys missed my pun. I'm I'm upset. Sorry, go ahead. I said Jesus take the wheel. This game was insufferable. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> Jesus take. Oh, that was good, man. That was good. Yeah, the the Raiders just they just hurt themselves so often. It's like, what are you doing? Like they they this game should have not have even been this close. The Raiders made a late push there in the fourth quarter, but yeah. Um I don't I don't know what to think about Pittsburgh either. I don't I don't know whether to be concerned with them or not. I know that their defense is pretty um still pretty decent for the most part, but yeah, I I'm not I'm not confident in Kenny Pickett moving forward. So, I don't know. And the Raiders stink. Yeah, I I I don't I don't have much to say about this game. Yeah. Garoppolo makes me so mad. I'm like, <laughs> And we pick, are pick, pick. looking at the two Monday night games, Eagles over Bucks. Can we 11. stop with two Monday night games? I Boom. can't do it. Boom. I cannot do it. Monday yep. night should be just one game. That's Monday night football. That's the only game that should be on. I don't want to have to keep flipping back and forth to figure out what's happening in two games. I can't Sunday ticket this thing and put two screens. I'm not doing it. Like I'm I totally agree, Carlos. Sunday, I'm exhausted having to try to keep up with 16 games when there's no bye weeks. Okay, it's insufferable. I can't do this. We don't have a doubleheader this week, right? No, no single header. We're done, and I think the Manning cast comes back. If I the recall. Manning cast comes back too. That's so. what we were missing. They should just do that all year. I don't, I, I don't know why they do. Carlos is right. The the, the doubleheader is stupid, and the, and. The Bucks Eagles game it wasn't even it wasn't competitive from the start. The that Eagles was a game that did not need to be on Monday Night Football. Yep, agreed, agreed. Hmm. But and Kirby rolled the dice. Yep, I rolled the dice Mayfield. and failed. He bet on a Baker with the last name of Mayfield. And the Bengals over the Rams, nineteen to sixteen. Yeah, this Revenge. Game was... <laughs> <laughs> this game was a yawner as well. It the... was. It really was. Rams are. I just. Neither of these offenses could get going. I, we just was. I was waiting for. Well, big again, for big we know football. Burrow hurt calf. Uh, uh, we know. Excuse. I'm just kidding. We know Matthew Stafford. Uh, no weapons. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Without without Cooper Cup, they he's really. I mean, they're one dimensional. I mean, they're look, no. They bet it. They bet it all on the one season they won the Super Bowl. They yep. they literally put everything into winning that that year. They got the result, but. I think everybody needed to understand that, like, hey, like they were going to really suffer because of all that they gave up. And they and, have. <laughs> and they, they really have. They really have. They're like a shell of themselves. I don't even know why McVay is still coaching right now. He had a chance to retire and he, he was not he was going it. to last year. Yeah. I, I, I think this is it for him. If they, same thing with Donald. Like, I don't like he was also thinking about retiring after the Super Bowl. Right. And for some reason he decided to come back. I'm like, dude, you should have just left out on top. Right. Not saying that he sucks now. He's still a great player. Um, but I mean, what are you like? You're you're on like a team that isn't going to be competing for anything soon and like at all. Yeah, and I think uh, I think he had one sack last night, or maybe he just had a tackle for loss. It, he he didn't have a. I mean, he's he's getting older, so he's slow. He slowed down a little bit from what he obviously what he used to be. So yeah. Um, but I um yeah I I I'm not sure what to think of the Bengals. I know. They're still trying to find their rhythm. Joe Burrow's been hurt, but like they still they just don't look right either. Um, especially with all those weapons on offense. And 
and uh, Dan or what is it? Dan or Shlovsky? What's the what's Shlovsky. the or Shlovsky? Yeah, uh, he just kept slobbering over the over over the. Well, they're they're they've got all those weapons. They're going to make a play eventually, and I'm like, it hasn't happened, dude. It hasn't happened yet. So, um, I think they'll find their way. I mean, they're I I I would love to say that all the Bengals are going to suck this year, but no, they're 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 going to be fine. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Well, so well it depends. I mean, that, that offensive line is still bad. I mean, and he got hit a lot in this game, too. So, I don't know. While this was a breeze around the league, it took a little bit longer. Always does. Always does. because of Taylor Swift's fault. So, just putting that out there. It was Taylor Swift's fault because of that. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying it was ta- it was because you're, of Taylor Swift. No, 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 no. You're 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 canceled, buddy. This is now a two man show. I I actually can't do that because if I do that, then we can't hear Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I'm glad you figured that out because that would have been disastrous. So I'm glad we. No, all Dan that. would have to do is just put tur- turn uh his mute off and talk off his laptop's microphone, and it would sound like. Terrible, but there you go. But hey, I I just got to take a moment. Shout out my friends over at Shenandoah Music. Uh, The band season is upon us here. They have an easy and hassle-free band rental process for your uh, student. Uh, They partner with all the band directors, making sure their instruments are approved for the school band. They have top quality instruments from Yamaha, Ludwig, Smeller, and so much more. And you can rent online at www.shenmusicstore.com. When we return, we bring you our picks For this upcoming week of football, we'll be right back. Hey, Kirby on Sports Podcast listeners, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate here. You know, it may seem scary or daunting at first to think about buying or selling a home. Well, look no further. Give me a call, 540-247-1527. There's nothing more than I love to do than help my friends make those transactions fun, interesting, and at the end of the day, productive. Look me up online, iconsells.com, and even better, find me on my podcast, Iconic Talk, with my co-host Megan Eanes on any podcast platform. We will share all the local news about real estate markets and our local community. It's educational. Look us up. We'd love to help you. iconsells.com, 540-247-1527. Josh, back to you. Bed bugs. The only thing creepier than thinking about them is actually having them. Trust me, you don't want to have them. Locally owned and operated Barrett Pest and Termite Services can keep you from having bed bug nightmares and infestations. Call 540-340-3922 to schedule your free inspection and consultation. If bed bugs are already in your home, we'll get rid of them so you can rest easy. We also specialize in keeping homes and businesses free of other pests, including rodents and termites. That's Barrett Pest and Termite Services, 540-340-3922. Hi, this is Mark Peter Lynch with Guild Mortgage. One of the greatest joys in doing business over the last 30 years in the Shenandoah Valley is helping people buy their first home. Buying their first home and putting the keys in their hand at the closing table has brought me so much joy. If you want to buy your first home, a second home, or an investment property, or build wealth, 
breakthrough investment in real estate, give me a call. My phone number is 540-664-4700. Or you can find me on the World Wide Web at www.marksmortgage.com. It is time for the best part of the show, the Kirby on Sports Pick'em in Carlos. Let's get that graphic up for all our YouTube watchers. Uh, you you bring it up. You bring it up. <laughs> I you want me to? Okay. Yeah. So here is the graphic, and we'll get through the picks. But this is for all <laughs> our YouTube listeners. Uh, YouTube watchers. <laughs> watchers. Sorry. Uh, okay. So bad. after three weeks, we have done the impossible and have ended in a three-way tie. Right now, uh, we all have a 10 and 8 record. So pretty much we're starting from scratch. We're basically O and O here, boys. Somebody's gotta win this thing. Somebody's gonna pull ahead. And it's not gonna be Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though Kirby for 24 hours was actually in first place. Yeah. But then he decided to bet on Baker Mayfield, like I've said, like I said multiple times on this podcast thus far. And costing himself first place. Now, our games this week, uh, we will be picking Dolphins, Bills, Lions, Packers, Ravens, Browns, Bucks, Saints, Raiders, Chargers, and Patriots, Cowboys. Uh, with that being said, Kirby, would you like to announce your picks? My picks. It's going to be a close one, but it I doesn't matter who you pick. You're going to lose. I'm kidding. <laughs> canceled. He is canceled for once in a lifetime. He will be canceled so I can state my picks. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a close one, Dan. You know, oh, hi, Carlos. Welcome back. <laughs> so I, I think it's going to be a close one, but I have the Dolphins edging the Bills. Um, the Lions, I think they have the upper hand over the Packers. They're going back to Lambeau, and they beat uh, the Packers in week eight, the last week of the season. I think they go in and maybe give Jordan Love some more trouble. The Ravens and the Browns, I have the Ravens in this game. Uh, the Saints over the Bucks. I'm choosing the Saints. I think they might have a the upper hand this week against the Bucks. Uh, could be wrong, but... That might be another close game. Chargers over the Raiders. I'm picking the Chargers and the Cowboys over the Patriots. Yeah, so Kirby and I have the same top three. So I'm, I'm picking Miami over Buffalo. I think that's going to be a great game, a shootout to the end. And honestly, I could see it going either way. But the way Miami's playing right now, it's hard to pick against them. Um, picking the Lions over the Packers, I just don't know. With the Packers week to week, I, I think we've kind of seen that with the Lions here too, to be honest. But yeah, this is going to be a. I think this is going to be a low scoring contest. But I think the Lions edge the Packers and Lambeau. Uh, got got to pick my Ravens against the Browns. I think they'll bounce back. It's a tough game to pick. Um, and I know that uh, you're also contractually obligated to. Take I'm the contractually Ravens. obligated to pick the Ravens, regardless of who the opponent is. Um, <laughs> but if they weren't my team, I would probably have to pick the Browns right now, based on the way that the Ravens have played here recently. They they have uh, a lot to improve on, but I think they'll find a way. They seem to bounce back pretty well uh, since John Harbaugh has been head coach in these types of games. Um, picking the Bucks over the Saints, obviously with the injury to Derek Carr, 
and the Saints um, kind of kind of leaning towards not picking them. Um, obviously, the embarrassment that took place with the Bucks and Eagles. Uh, that's not going to deter me in this game. I think uh, I think the Bucks will get it right in this game, and they will uh, take care of the Saints. Um, not picking the Raiders ever again, so give me the Chargers. They've let me down too many times. And I think that probably the easiest pick this week, Dallas over the Patriots. I think Dallas will get it right, and uh, I think they win rather handily uh, in Big D against uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Excellent, excellent, fantastic. Great analysis. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins. Um, just that's just what I'm feeling. The trend is Dolphins right now. I think they just have more weapons. Uh, I'm, Who cares? You're gonna lose. Yeah, you don't do it right. You, hey, you've stolen two of my bits within the past five minutes. You, you stole the you're canceled and the uh, and now the, the the who cares? The it doesn't matter. The Rock is talking here. Okay, Kirby, you don't. You you don't have the same gravitas, the same timing that I do. Okay, you're like you're like the Walmart brand version, and I'm the name <laughs> brand baby. Okay, okay, I'm Kraft Mac and Cheese. You're great value, bro. You are not on the level. Okay, man, it's a brutal day for you, Josh Kirby. Damn, craft <laughs> craft comparison degree. How you? There is a big difference. Have you ever had off-brand mac and cheese? It's god awful. It tastes time like of, cardboard. It's time of, time of death, eight twenty-three p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, now now that I came back to this after I was so rudely interrupted, rudely, rudely, you're still gonna lose. Rudely, okay, <laughs> Mister. I've forty-eight pancakes over here. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, Come on. I am going with the Dolphins because they have more weapons. And hopefully Jalen Waddle will come back in this game, and that will even uh, increase the odds that the Dolphins have a good game. It is in Buffalo, though, but it's in Buffalo in September. No, October. Um, so uh, we'll see with that. Uh, I'm going with the Packers over the Lions. Uh, I don't know. There's something about Jordan Love that I really like, um, and it seems like no moment's too big for him, and he's going to find a way somehow. And I really... I'm liking what I'm seeing. Hopefully, he gets all his weapons back for this game. Hopefully, we see Watson's first game. This is a Thursday night game, so it is a quick turnaround uh, for for these guys. So um, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm going with the Browns over the Ravens. Uh, the The injuries to the Ravens scares me, um, and uh, quite. Is it going to be raining in this game? Because it seems like that's when the Browns really take over. It's when it's raining at, in Cleveland. Let me check. Uh, I don't not. think it it's like supposed to, but what the rain? It's supposed to rain this weekend again. I I don't know. No, I looks, don't think so. It looks uh, sunny right now. All right, perfect, awesome. I'm still going with the Browns, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think the way they've been playing, also, I think it's just trending more towards their direction. Uh, I'm going Bucks over Saints. Same reasons as Dan. Um, Chargers over Raiders, same reasons. Um, and obviously I'm contractually obligated to take the Cowboys. And even if I wasn't, I'd take the Cowboys anyways. Oh yeah. Easy, easy pick. I think this week. Welp. Once again, we're partnered with Anthony's Pizza in Steven City 
all year long. So we'll post these on our Facebook page. Comment down below. Pick from the six games we have. Somebody last week, congratulations to our guy Tanner. He went six for six. Six and oh. Six, six and oh. Incredible. Yeah, maybe we should have him on the Pick'ems Challenge. Ooh, maybe Full not. Time. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Who knows? But anyways, comment Why, on so you can come in fourth place instead picks. of third? <laughs> okay. Let, you did it to yourself. <laughs> let, let me finish here. So you have to comment from the six games we are picking. And the one with the most, the commenter with the most, will receive a free Anthony's Pizza, courtesy of Anthony's Pizza, Stephen City, Virginia, 161 Warrior Drive in Stephen City, Virginia, with terms and conditions do apply. Uh, question, but, though. But real quick, though. Question. Side, side note. Complete side note. Can he win again? Or is it a one-time deal? Yeah, he's he should be eliminated from the competition. Um, That will be discussed off air. Okay. I, I, just, I, I just I just want I just want to know the information at a later date, but that that is a good point. That is what if a good he wins point. again this week though. Then it's just not fair. He just keeps. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But anyways, it was a lot of fun today. We got a lot of ground covered, and as always, we, we had a really kick-ass had intro. Thanks to your boy. That's how an intro is done, Kirby. That's how it's done. So for our sponsors, PM Plus Reserves, Shenandoah Primitives, Dr. Dave, Leadership Corporation, Mark Francis with Icon Real Estate, Bear Pest and Termite Services, Shenandoah Music, Mark Lynch with Guild Mortgage, and Don't Sleep Energy Drink, the official energy drink of the Kirby on Sports Podcast. Check us out on all social media platforms, all streaming platforms, www.kirbyonsports.com. For the Weapon Dan Demski and Carlos the Swiss Army Knife Martinez, I'm Josh Kirby. Carlos, send us off. Oh, I'm getting the outro again? Oh, oh okay, I'm on the spot. Okay, week three is done. Taylor Swift came and went. But ladies and gentlemen, don't bet against. I, I had nowhere to go from there. <laughs> I failed there. I failed there. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another edition. We'll catch you next week.